<laughs> okay, dokie. Let's start talking. I was gonna reference this, but yeah. All right, in three, two, one. What's good, it's your girl Bianca, and welcome back to yet another episode of Are You Alone? But what I'm actually asking you is, are you achieving life on natural euphoria? So for those of you who are new here, welcome. And for those of you who have been here the entire journey, thank you so much for just your unconditional love and support and just your belief in me throughout this whole new path of mine. So I am very excited to be back. It has been quite a while. For those of you who keep up with me on my personal Instagram at BiancaK underscore 16 and on the Are You Alone podcast at AYA underscore podcast, then you would know that I had taken a small break from releasing new episodes. That's just because I wanted to, one, stay present with my family and my friends during this holiday season. Plus, I was busy running around and trying to put this whole setup together. So I just want to give a quick shout out to my family members who had helped me with all of this, who helped me put some of this stuff together, who were able to give me some of the equipment for Christmas and really just make this whole thing come to life. So I'm very grateful for you, very thankful and thankful for all of you who were patient enough because I know a lot of people have been wanting this. And if you are just listening and you're not watching, then now you know that I have a YouTube channel with my podcast. So, you know, it's just another platform for me to get to know my supporters, my listeners, once again, those who just believe in me. And I've actually had quite a bit of people ask me if I was going to do YouTube. And I was, I was always in the vision. But since all of this was very new to me, I didn't want to rush anything or like not provide quality because, you know, this podcast does mean a lot to me. And uh, you just got to take things at your own pace. So. We're finally here. You can now watch me speak instead of just listening. So you have your options. But I'm just going to kind of dive in from where we left off a few weeks back. And if you haven't listened to any of the previous episodes, I will link all of that in the description box below. My podcast is available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Anchor, and then plenty more. So be sure to look for that down below. So yeah, let's just get started. For those of you who are new here, I do summarize my previous episodes. So for the last episode, I had talked about how we could start to view our brain as a muscle and compare our habitual thought process to muscle memory and how sometimes we can fall into these bad habits and these routines that we're psychologically not even aware of and they actually restrict us from any progressive change. So for an example, if you talk negatively to yourself, sometimes you don't even recognize you're doing that and you don't recognize that you're actually putting yourself down too. So if you have yet to listen to that, then I highly encourage you to do so. I released that one right before New Year's just because I know as we go into the new year, it feels like a fresh start and that we can kind of better ourselves um, moving forward. So with that though, I hope you guys all had a great holiday season. You were able to spend it with your loved ones. For those of you who don't celebrate holidays, then I hope that you were just around, you know, people with good energy, good vibes, and who brought you happiness. 
and that just this new year has been off to a good start. Although I know uh, it's a little rough right now, at least in the States. So um, other than that, I hope maybe that this new year has brought new opportunities for many and that it's been productive. I know that mine has really been productive with everything that's just been going on with moving forward with my podcast. But um, I had also recently just got into a car accident with my cousin. Um, Thankfully, her and I and the other party, we were all okay. Um, I'm not trying to put her on blast, but it was kind of, it, it wasn't kind of, it was her fault because she straight up just came from a side road and turned straight into my lane. But you know, my Grand Theft Auto and like Tokyo Drift video game mindset really kicked in and I was like I was like looking over to the right and then I like swerved over to the right and then I like came back into my lane so I missed most of the impact but she still nicked the back of my car Miss Layla so Miss Layla will be going into cosmetic surgery sometime this week Um, but you know for those of you who are into like symbolism and can interpret what a car accident in the beginning of the year may be, let me know because I'd be actually pretty interested in your analysis and your take on that. However, moving forward with today's episode, I will be talking about transparency and why I feel that it is important, why I think it opens lines of communication, and that's not only on like a grander, large scheme of things, but also on a smaller scale with individual relationships. So the reason I had decided to talk about transparency for this first video episode was just because I think when you can be more clear about your intentions with other people, you're able to kind of start the foundation of a, you know, solid relationship that is kind of built around trust and honesty. And so especially for those of you who are now just kind of like tuning into my podcast, My biggest thing is to build a relationship with those who are my supporters and who are just following along. And that's why I, throughout this just process and throughout all of my episodes and future episodes, I will always try to be as transparent with all of you as much as possible. And, you know, as we move forward within this episode, I'm just going to talk about things on like a larger scale real quick. And it's, it's kind of broad just because it has to deal with opinions, but really what I'm just trying to get at is everyone is obviously entitled to their own opinions. They can definitely express them, they can share them, but the division with that comes from forcing your opinion onto someone who may not believe the same thing. Now, you have to recognize that when we force these things onto other people, there's a defense that kind of comes up and it blocks really the openness and the opportunity to have discussions about maybe their viewpoint. Um, For me though, since I've recognized that, I do try to be very open when hearing other people's opinions. And so with a lot of the things that I have to say, I know people will agree or disagree. I'm open to hearing what you have to say, you know, um, help educate me and help me understand maybe your viewpoint. That way I can see multiple sides to the stories instead of just like one. And I just think that just helps me overall with just like having a broader mindset of how certain things can go. So that's just like transparency on a grand scheme of things. 
especially because the discussions that I have within my podcast are are thoughts of my own and I just want to have a quick disclaimer as far as you know I'm not a professional (laughs) anything I'm not trying to tell people how to live their life what they should do everything that I do say within my podcast is something that is just for your consideration other than that you have the control over your life your thoughts and ultimately what you want to believe in and what you don't want to believe in. And so I just say this because like I had said before, I just want to have open lines of communication. If there's something that I say that maybe you want to elaborate on and you know talk about, like by all means, please do so. The only thing with me is that any negativity is something you can miss me with because I just don't have the time and the energy to be spending on like negative comments or you know we can have a discussion there's a difference between that and then just straight up being rude um but i just say that because you know we have enough of that kind of in society already but i will say on the brighter things of that without the negative and ugly we would never really truly know what progress and beauty would look like so it happens but you know try to refrain from it as much as possible just be kind (laughs) Um, As we move forward with transparency on a more personal level, I know that before I had talked about how I wouldn't really, I couldn't be really honest and open with myself or like other people. And that's just, you know, in terms of me bottling up my emotions and my feelings. I recognize how unhealthy that was, not only for me, but for other people as well. Because, you know, one small thing could really like trigger all of those bottled emotions and it would just like come out and explode onto other people. And I'd say like mean and hateful things, not only to them, but to myself. And so as I started to recognize how unhealthy that was, I started to try to become more transparent with myself and with others and in doing so I was able to strengthen my relationships with those other people but especially within myself. I will be honest because I'm not gonna try and paint myself as like this clear glass window pane where you can like see right through it. No, there's definitely parts of me that I will always hold closely to myself and just those who you know, I mean a lot to me. So, you know, I'll have a film of maybe a little bit of dirt on this window, on this hypothetical window, so that only a few are allowed to have the Windex and the cloth to clean off and really see beneath that film. So, you know, as I will always try my hardest to be honest, real, and vulnerable with you guys, there is going to be that one part of me that saves certain things about myself for certain people. And I just say that because I think that's my way of like communicating love on a more intimate level, whether it be with like a family member, a friend, or like uh, a significant other like when I mean by intimate it's just like a more personal level not so much like what you guys might be thinking as intimate but um that's just how I see that small film um but on this glass window pane that I'm hypothetically painting out and maybe some of you right now who are listening can agree and are like yeah like I do the same thing like I'm not I don't fully just like throw myself out there for everyone to know like it takes time or there's certain people who just fully know me or there's some that are just like I want to know your deepest darkest secrets like let me know and I'm like 
you know, I'm actually pretty open to talking about that. Um, so I'll, like, I'll tell you about my, my fears and secrets. Like maybe they're the same as yours, but when it comes to love, I just think that's something that is, um, very special and very beautiful that I don't necessarily just share with anyone. So, um, moving forward though, with transparency, I do have that part that I hold off which is like 5%, but the other 95%, if you've ever had a question about me or you, you know, have a question for me, then I'm, I will once again, 95% of the time answer those questions. And so that's what I had decided to do to kind of incorporate how I can be transparent with you guys. So I had taken to my personal Instagram, just like a ask me a question and I had people ask me anything that they wanted to know. And <laughs> for me, it kind of took a different turn than what I had originally thought it was going to be. I really thought people were going to ask like pretty surface level questions, things like, you know, what's your favorite color, which obviously if you can't tell it's purple um or you know random questions like what what's your favorite time of the day um so that was my thought process going into this episode going into asking people uh, having people ask me questions however when i did look at the responses a lot of the questions people had asked were much more deeper than what I was expecting. Not like super deep, but they just required more sincere thoughts and um, more detail with it. So I thought that was actually kind of cool just because I think it's pretty telling of the people that surround me, the people who listen to my podcast and kind of like a reflection of myself because I have mentioned this previously, but I mean, I enjoy surface level conversations. I can have them, we can talk. But for me, I completely love and cherish those conversations that are just deeper and much more meaningful. I think that, you know, there's a true beauty when you get to see a certain side of a person. And what's even more beautiful is when they allow you to see that. So, um, and you just get, you just get so much more from it and you get to learn a lot about that person. So, like I said, I could have these conversations, but you know, the deeper ones are, are my, uh, cup of tea, let's just say. But without further ado, let's just get into these questions. Um, if you do see me referring to my iPad, it's just because it has my notes on it. I don't want to get lost with our conversation because, you know, my thoughts can go everywhere. I can go off on a tangent and then next thing you know, the point that I'm trying to get across is just gone and it's lost and then I'm confused you're probably confused and then we're kind of just like sitting here lost but really if you're not a lost person in this world like are you actually living um <laughs> but anyways so the first question a friend of mine had asked you talk a lot about self-care what else do you plan on doing with your podcast so as you can see over to my right um I have an empty chair 
but I am looking forward to filling that chair with guests and having people come on and, you know, talk about some life experiences that they have gone through, something that maybe they find others can relate to. And I think that was like really my main purpose with this podcast is for, you know, for us to embrace our individuality while exercising empathy. And for me, I just understand that I haven't really experienced a lot of things in life compared to some other people and so I can't really be of help when I don't necessarily understand some things that people have gone through but for those who are open to sharing part of their story and their truth with others may help someone who may be going through the same thing or something similar it can help them feel a little less alone in this world and so you know while they are embracing you know their individuality while sharing a part of their journey you and I are allowed to exercise that empathy and try to understand maybe where they are coming from. I also think it's a really good visualization of how to have healthy conversations around tough topics. I think sometimes we just don't have enough of that or it's not as sincere as we want it to be. It's more like interrogating. And so I think it's just about creating that environment that is comfortable enough for someone to be able to tell their truth and to really own their story. And I also think when you're just able to talk about your emotions out loud, it can become a form of self-care. And I think that's obviously kind of like just what like therapists and counselors are here for. But you know, we sometimes put a negative connotation around that and I think we should stop doing that because, you know, it is healthy to talk about your emotions instead of, you know, constantly trying to figure everything out on your own. It's okay to ask for help because, you know, we don't necessarily understand or there are some things that we just wouldn't know how to go about. So, you know, don't don't ever hesitate to reach out for help and to look for those services. Um, but yeah, so that's my plans moving forward with this podcast. The next question that I had, it was kind of like two similar questions, um, but really they had just asked, what's your biggest motivator to continue moving forward in life right now? I think this is a really good one because there are often times in life where we are thrown like an obstacle and we're not really sure how to get over it or how to overcome it and it makes it really hard to want to keep moving forward and you know it's very different from person to person as far as their motivations but I think for me it's because I'm constantly searching for maybe just like my purpose and my why I don't think I necessarily know what that is but I just know that if I stay really aligned and true to myself that I can potentially find that and so sometimes I think my motivation comes from within which is hard though because you know there are times where you can't always rely on yourself and that has definitely happened for me so I would say like the second motivation for me or like motivator is the other people around me like my family and my friends especially the ones who see my purpose more than I do and they're just able to help you know support me and guide me towards that when I can't do that for myself so I, I would say like those few people that I can entrust just like my my problems or my issues with are the ones that 
help motivate me to also keep going and sometimes it's not even for me looking for the answers within them it's just really having an ear having someone to just listen and you know hear what i have to say because for me at least when i do talk things out loud i start to also find you know the answers to get over this obstacle so sometimes it's not even about you know having their advice more than it is just them listening and so i just want to you know give you all a shout out for those of you um who are my supporter who who are my backbone when my back feel broke so um i love you guys and i can't thank you enough for everything that you've done and helped motivate me in the times that i don't and you know for those of you who are listening or who are watching and maybe you're you know trying to think of people who are in your circle that can do that for you you know i would say it's hard because you know it has to deal with a lot of trust and a lot of like vulnerability but when you're able to find that group really keep them close to you and i think it's just healthy to have a support group to help you and to try to make you feel understood um so you know maybe within this new year you start thinking about the people you want to surround yourself with and if they're able to really help you or or if you're able to rely on them and maybe they can rely on you so um that's just something to think about but those are definitely my like just main motivators is um myself and you know a higher power definitely and you know my family friends and those i try to surround myself with and also this podcast as well because i just have this feeling within myself that you know something's gonna come from it i'm not really sure what but you know if all else fails it's definitely a learning experience so moving on someone had asked what is maturity and what do you feel an individual has to do to become mature um the way that i look at it i don't think there's like steps into becoming mature i think you learn a lot through your experiences i do know that a lot of people base you know age off of maturity level just because someone who's older has may experience more things um, than someone who's younger but sometimes I think about like what about those who have experienced a lot more at 17 than this person who's 35 so I think it's hard to really define you know how to reach maturity or to get there but for me when I think of someone who's mature I think of someone who's like emotionally mature and the way that I look at that is just they're able to reflect on the experiences that had happened to them and they're, you know, either able to um, learn and grow from them or, you know, on the other side of things, they just stay stagnant. And uh, I think there's more power to a person when they take these negative and these bad things that have happened to them and kind of turn it and flip it into something beautiful. Um, I think there's a power within that because it's really hard to do that and it's really easy to just go down a more negative approach to the things that have happened to you. So I would say that's in a sense what I would define a person as mature, especially if they can take ownership of their wrongdoings. It's really hard to do that because obviously pride gets in the way, but if you are mature enough to drop your pride and to know that you know you had made a mistake but you're trying to be better i think you know that can that can help lead to maturity or um, a more mature mindset 
So I decided to put this one in there because it's it's not as deep, but that's okay. And I think it also breaks up the seriousness of some of the questions. But someone had asked me what my favorite soccer club was. And for me, I'll support anything Seattle. So Seattle Reign, Seattle Sounders, um, just because I'm from Washington. But I am more of a like player supporter. So <laughs> for an example, like Neymar, I... You know, I love him. Um, he played for Barca for some time and then he went to PSG. So my club switched from there. Tobin Heath, I think she's such a baller, but she went from the Portland Thorns and I think she's now over in England playing for Man U, but also like in the NWSL, she's now playing for Louisville. So just wherever the player goes is more of the club that I support just because I support that individual. So, um, I would say that's like my favorite club, but it's more like my favorite players. <laughs> now, this next question was actually really interesting. Um, it made me think a lot too, but someone had asked me, if you could sit down with your younger self, what would you say? So if I were to talk to my younger self today, I would definitely tell her to just be more open-minded, less judgmental and just to really give people the benefit of the doubt and you know I'm always the type of person that's like you know everything happens for a reason so you go through these experiences to learn something about yourself and you know hadn't I gone through that I wouldn't be the person I am today but you know going back in time I would tell myself that just because I think I was definitely the type that would say, you know, I'm an open-minded person or I'm not judgmental and I do care, um, but I think it was more talk than it was ever really like action um, because the actual, the actual doing part was more difficult than just saying it. So I would say to my younger self, really act on the things that you say because it's a lot harder to do some of these things than to obviously say it. It's one of the action speaks louder than words. But, you know, eventually I'm glad because I did learn. I'm still in the process of learning to become more optimistic, how to, you know, be less judgmental and how to um, really just like be kind. Um, that's really like the basis of what this podcast is off. But I think it's just a constant learning cycle. You learn a lot more things about yourself as you continue to grow. So I definitely say I'm more optimistic than I was before, but it's still something you have to practice every day. So um, that's what I would say to my younger self, little Bianca. <laughs> All right. So this next question came from someone I went to high school with, and they had talked about um, something that happened at our high school. So they had asked, do you think certain events at MP cause you slash us to grow up faster? So for those of you who aren't locals to like the Marysville area, um, a few years back in like 2014, I'm pretty sure there was a school shooting at my high school and um, it was very traumatic for a lot of people, especially those who are close to the victims or family of the victims. Um, that's something you just, you can't really ever forget. Um, but the thing that I would say, you know, the thing that I had learned from that to, I guess, allow me to grow up a little bit faster was the fact of broadening my mindset. 
and by that i just mean you don't think about things like that really happening like ever <laughs> to like where you're from and when it does actually happen it's kind of you just don't really know how to deal with it or how to handle it and I just think that for me it was a moment of recognizing that there are a lot of things outside of our small town that we have to consider and we just can't look at life through this lens from which we grew up within this small town you know we all like went to elementary school together all the way up to high school and so everyone knew of each other but you would think being in a small tight-knit community we'd be there for one another and you know after the aftermath you know there was a lot of community support but I think there's always like the wonder of like what you know the what ifs I think that always happens but I would say the biggest thing that I took from it and like I guess I grew from was just you know to not think so narrow-mindedly and to really look beyond just our small town because there's so much so so much that happens in this world that we can't just be so confined to our bubble and we have to be considerate of what else is going on so i would say that's like one of the things that had helped me grow which is the expansion of like my mindset and things that actually happen in this world okay so this next one it's a little funny one, but um, one of my cousins, and for those of you who know me, I have like a bunch, but one of my cousins had asked me, who is your favorite cousin? Well, um, since posting the question on my Instagram, there's been like a running joke of like, you're still in the running to becoming Bianca's favorite cousin, or if they do something like that like offends me or something, it's like, you're no longer in the running to becoming Bianca's favorite cousin. Please exit the facility and please pack your bags and leave the facility immediately, even though the facility is like their home. Um, but my answer to that, drum roll, I don't have a favorite cousin just because I think they all bring individual personalities to our family that just makes our family who we are. And so it's like, I couldn't really pick and choose from one because it's like you all bring something that's different into my life. And so I wouldn't trade any of that for the world or try to force that into one person, so. But if you are watching, Mikhail, if you can see my on-air sign, uh, <laughs> he had made that, so. Um, but speaking of my cousins, uh, this one's cool because someone had asked me one of my all-time favorite memories growing up and then my most recent one. So I would say one of my all-time favorite memories growing up was living in my grandparents' house with all of my cousins. Um, I had talked about this in a previous episode, but there was four families living under my grandparents' house when I was, when I was, I don't know, like uh, four maybe. Mm, I might've been a little older, but um you know, thinking about that now and thinking about four families under a four-bedroom household, I'm like, what the heck? But when we were younger, none of us knew any better. Like, we, all we knew was that we just had our best friends down the hall. And, you know, we'd be little rascals getting into trouble every now and then. Um, some, someone, especially the younger ones, if they got hurt, we would always try to, like, hush them up because we're like, oh, like, don't say anything. Like, auntie's gonna get mad or 
you know, we don't want to get in trouble and things like that. Uh, there was a few hospital runs, but you know, everyone was okay. We all turned out pretty good. So <laughs> I would say that is my, you know, my all-time favorite memory growing up. Memories, actually, just growing up because, you know, we still talk about it to this day. And I think it was just a time that life was just very simple and you just we just lived life carefree and it's something you know sometimes I take for granted because I recognize that some people aren't very close to their cousins and the fact that mine are like other siblings to me is just something I'll always cherish and be very grateful for um but my most recent favorite memory I would say um <laughs> putting all of this together because um, this took some time and a lot of like energy, a lot of, you know, YouTube tutorials about how to do certain things. It was definitely a little frustrating, but when I was finally able to see all of it just come into fruition and, you know, all of this hard work, I was just like, I don't know, I just had a very big smile on my face because it's like, you know, this is actually happening. Like, for those of you who follow my Instagram ha would have seen that I... Or actually in the beginning of this video what um, I, I made a drawing and then it like came to life and so I think that's my most recent favorite memory just because it's really fresh in my mind and I think it things kind of started setting in for me when I um, saw this whole thing just like come together so um, yeah okay so for the last question of today um, I left it as the last question because I think there's a lot of transparency that's about to come out um, when I answer this question. But someone had asked me the biggest thing that I had learned in um, 2020. So this question in particular required a lot of reflection because obviously 2020 was a year of a lot of ups and downs, more downs than ups. But um, for me, what my biggest takeaway from... 2020 and it was something that I felt going into 2021 was to embrace the unexpected and the reason I had brought that up in 2021 was because when we were going into this new year I had this feeling of like uncertainty about like what's gonna happen and I think that's because of what happened last year and you know there were many events that had taken place where you know we probably could have prevented a lot of it but the matter of them coming up, I think is a way for us to recognize that there needs to be progressive change because these events had happened. And so, you know, the the events can consist of the pandemic, um, the nationwide protests for BLM, um, the division within our country because of the presidential election. Obviously, a little bit of that has spilled over into 2021, but the reason I say to embrace the unexpected is because there was a lot to learn from 2020. You know, people had lost their jobs, people had lost their homes, you know, and sadly, a lot of people had lost their lives. And if it really takes that much for us to recognize that the things we were doing prior wasn't working, I feel that these events may really put that into realization you know why why couldn't we control this pandemic why couldn't you know 
why is there such a division within our country and what has caused that and the reason I saved this question for the last part was because it does involve a little bit of transparency and if you think about it it's just about that open line of communication between you know the higher ups and the people I guess you could say and you know this doesn't only date to like last year and the things that happened there but this dates all the way throughout history you know you think about the history that the states were found on or the Americas were found on and there's a lot of missing holes there's a lot of lies and deceit and the sad thing about that is within our educational institutions the history that is being taught is so one-sided of what had actually happened that sometimes people just mold their interpretation of our history around that and you know it takes a lot because sometimes you just have to go seek that other side of the story if you know your institution doesn't bring that and for me i was fortunate enough to continue my higher education and that's where you know the holes and the gaps and my curiosity of you know our history had started to fall into place because i had taken a class on it and you know it's crazy to see why there are so many holes and those holes are because of people being oppressed of people feeling that what they have to say doesn't matter so they will just toss or have any evidence or just their stories and their truth just like destroyed and not even part of history because they had felt it didn't matter or you know other people had just taken their opportunity to say something away from them and once again that just comes with transparency like why is there such it's like why is it so hard for the people to trust you know those who are in power it's just because that open line of communication isn't there and i mean definitely social media has a play in this and just the media in general of mixing things that people have to say and pitting certain people against one another and it, you know it like sucks because it's like we, like i see why people are doing this it's to you know for entertainment or it's for you know persuasion and it's for business and there's just so much and it's really sad that that's happening but one thing i think we should see the beauty that comes from this um these these unexpected events is that there are a lot of people now who are fighting for actual change because they they're they're fed up they're fed up with you know everything that has gone on you know there needs to be a change and in order for there to be a change we have to first acknowledge the need for one and for us to acknowledge it we have to really understand why the change is needed and for us to even understand the change we have to educate ourselves and we have to educate one another and in order to really educate ourselves and one another we also must hold ourselves accountable hold me accountable hold you accountable hold your neighbor accountable for you know helping them understand why there needs to be a change and yes it's hard to try and you know change people's minds especially because like i had said in the very beginning people will always have their opinions you know they are entitled to their opinions um and like i had said there's going to be sometimes a defense that comes up when you force a, a, an opinion on someone but it's 
it's like these events had happened because what was happening before wasn't working and so it's now about how can we really make a difference how can we progressively change the future for the better for not only ourselves for the generations that lie ahead how can we do that and you know i'm not saying transparency is going to fix everything but i'm just saying at least having those open lines of communication can factor in and also help and so for those of you who you know want to ignore the unexpected events that had happened um you know i guess continue to ignore it but the reason it's happening is because there is a clear push for change to happen with these events so embrace it because when we do embrace the unexpected there is so much growth that can come from it so much learning that can come from it and if we really allow ourselves to fully educate ourselves and to be open to have those hold us accountable and hold ourselves accountable will we be able to understand the beauty and the possibilities that can come from this my intention for this episode was to continue help build the relationship between me and you and for you to all get to know me a little bit better now i know they weren't questions that really were about me um you know like little things i guess like you know how old are you and all that stuff um but i'm hoping at least that my answers to these questions or the questions that were being asked give you a little bit of an insight as far as who i am as a person and my intention as far as this podcast overall transparency can just be a scary thing because in reality you don't ever really want to let people see through your window pane and i get that sometimes we let the negativity and the bad things that have happened to us build a film over that window and it just is hard for other people to see your intentions but the thing about that is you know transparency does require a lot of honesty a lot of truth and a lot of vulnerability and you know in order for you to be transparent with other people you have to be transparent with yourself first so you know with that being said if you have the windex in the cloth in your hand you really have the ability to be the one who can be transparent with others and most importantly with yourself because if you can be open and honest with yourself then you can hold yourself accountable and if you can hold yourself accountable you can hold others accountable and if you're holding them accountable you can help educate them and if you can help educate them you can help them understand and if you can help them understand you can help them acknowledge that there is a change that needs to happen this concludes yet another episode of are you alone thank you so much for listening thank you for your support you know this is exciting because it's my first video um episode so you know give me some feedback very open to it but thank you so much for just your constant love and your support you can keep up with are you alone on facebook at the are you alone follow page or on instagram at the aya underscore podcast make sure you go like follow and subscribe especially to this because i guess that's what like helps um but yeah please make sure to subscribe i've heard other youtubers be like you know turn your post notifications on um i don't consider myself a youtuber but 
if you want to turn your post notifications on but other than that my name is bianca and as we continue our journey all i ask is that you do your best to achieve life on natural euphoria bye (laughs) 